Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's going on, Gorehounds? Welcome to the Goremore Podcast. I'm your not so mean fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in. What the fuck was that? I knocked over my Godzilla. It's like ah, it's a oh, and that's what it sounded like. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so here I am bringing this shit show in. However, I don't bring this shit show in alone. For with me as always are my beloved horror homies, and we are flipping it up from last week. This week we do not have Bob, yep. but we do have my two other homies back. We have that dark Lord of Knowledge, that Chad Daddy, that Chattahoochee, Mister Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And we have the Duke of the Dead. Lord Scubacabra, the host with the ghost, the dean of the deceased, Mr. Steve Vasquez. What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah. <gasps> Today is August 28th, 2023. We are at the end of the fucking month, boys. That's crazy. Yep. Fucking A, dude. Summer is over. What is up, Ben? Welcome aboard. Rich, welcome. Gene, everybody's hey. popping in. Hey, what's up, Welcome, fellas? boys. Uh, hopefully we are on the Project Louder site this week. We had a little issues last week. All you boys in the chat, if you could do us a solid and do this sh- some sharing for us, that would be. I mean, fantastic. I was able to share it. So I'm guessing it's working. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, it did pop up. I just, uh, I know Rich even like uh, messaged us last week and was saying that he couldn't find it. But nope, we're good this week. We're all solid. You could still go back if you didn't catch last week's episode. It's on YouTube and everything like that, or the audio is already out there. If you want to just listen to the audio, whole new week, whole new movie. And we are talking 1997's Wishmaster. But before we do that, we're going to do what we always do. And we're going to talk about what the fuck we did in the past weekend or maybe two for these boys. So, uh, Scoobs, you feeling up to it, buddy? Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your Slice of Life. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Rich, I'm glad to, I'm, you know what? Thank you for looking out for us, Rich. I appreciate that. I ain't even going to say it that we don't. Uh, fuck yeah. Chad Daddy, how you bad, buddy? We didn't see you last week, so. Not not, not bad. You know, I, I wasn't here last week because that was the meet the teachers night at school. Uh-huh. So take, uh, Harper and Cameron to meet their, their, their teachers. And of course, you know, Harper just starting kindergarten, see what she's getting into. So that was a pretty fun night. And then Wednesday, they started school finally. Harper is loving it so far. And Cameron, you know, my boy Cameron, he's pretty smart. He's on the, he got like straight A's every year. So he's a pretty smart cookie. So he loves, he loves school. But it's funny because like his favorite class is gym of all things. You know what the best part is, is I used to love the uh, coaches of gym or PE, whatever. They would get mad when you're like, it's not gym, it's PE. It's like, fuck off. It's gym. Oh, no, we always called it gym. We never called it PE. No, we had some snobby fucking gym teachers growing up that would always try to like, make them sound sound like a little better it's like ah, fuck off dude it's, like, it's the same goddamn physical education yeah layman's term it's gym fuck gym off, fuck off. <laughs> no you're in the gym that's the oh my god nobody cares <laughs> anyways <laughs> but aside from that i didn't do a fucking thing 
you know, this weekend I just sat around the house. Yeah. Got some yard work done. Chill daddy. All right. Very chill. I didn't, like I said, I didn't do shit. We got groceries. Um, no, no, that was the weekend before we went for groceries. Uh, just stuff went and got, and got groceries and Cameron started uh, soccer. So we had to get new cleats cause he's a little too big for his last year's cleats. So yeah. Uh, what the hell else did I do? I, like, I literally did nothing. Like I didn't watch any movies. I, I worked and <laughs> that was it. Hey man, you know what? It's all right. Sometimes that happens where you just noses to the oh, grind, bro. And speaking of work, I, I I'm comfortable telling you guys this now, but uh, ever since I started, I am down eight pounds. Hell yeah, Fuck yeah, bro! I'm dropping on average pounds a week. Yep, and it's like, yeah. it's great, but now my fucking pants don't fit. Ah, I'm walking. Oh up, damn! Oh yeah, darn! I'm gonna start wearing belts, homie. You know what? I'm gonna sit on this podium, and I don't give a shit. Who laughs? Suspenders, bro. Suspenders. <laughs> Suspenders will hold your pants 1,000 times better than belts ever will, dude. I don't know about suspenders, man. Well, have you seen those new, that new. The new belt? belt yeah, the, the, just the, the two straps. Oh, yeah, two yeah. loop pull things. Bro, I used to do that shit back in the day with just cheating with like Velcro straps, yeah, Velcro, man. Just yep. if like you could. Yeah. Fuck that, man. They're trying to. <laughs> like Ben said. Like new. Who needs pants anyways? Fuck no, dude. I'm not wearing any. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> but no, so that's good, man. You're losing fucking weight, grinding the fucking, grinding the stone. Fuck yeah, bro. My arms are nothing but bruises because I'm constantly like having to reach down into like engine compartment. Tight shit. Loose shit. Small bruise. I'm looking like a real fucking man. Yeah, buddy. Man, your hands are going to get all nice and callous. You fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, yeah. They're already getting there. Jeans has flex fix pants. These, the ones I have are flex fit, but they're too big. They're a size too big because they're they're um, uh, thirty six waist, and that's just too big now. Do you have to wear specific rated clothing for what you're doing, or no? No, it just has to be like any kind of pants, really. All right. And right. I, I really don't need to worry about it too much because um, October first, I'll all my actual benefits and everything will roll over, and then I can get like actual company provided uniforms and stuff. Oh, titties, nice. Yeah. Yo, man, I was going to say, just go get a fucking flight suit, homie. I would rock that all the time. <laughs> you got your, all your tools on your fucking shit. Man, they've got off the price, too, by the way. But, I bet. Whew. But, uh, yeah, man, that's awesome, dude. Making that money, fucking losing them poundage. Good for you, bud. Thanks. Oh, yeah, aside from that, nothing new. You know, I I got through the second game, uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, so kind of debating whether I want to continue on with the Ezio trilogy or kind of take a break from that. I'm kind of and maybe in like a Morrowind kind of mood. You know, go back into that. Nice. There you go. It's always fun to play. Yo, you see them drops for the new Assassin's Creed, man? They actually look pretty sweet. Yeah, but I don't like the character they're using because he was in Valhalla and he's kind of a prick. Valhalla. I'll take yeah. your word for that. Yeah, he was the him. bad guy in Valhalla. So it's oh, kind of okay. weird that they chose him as the, the protagonist for this one. Wait, for the China one? Oh, the China one? No. No, I didn't know about that one. Yeah, there's like another like eight. There's another like, another like Asian one coming out, dude. Oh, cool. I didn't know about that one. Yeah, it's not like that. You know, remember like the old Asian one that was just like 2D side scrolling. Like this yeah. one's actually like full immersive. I I we'll look after the show. Yeah, there was like I'll, three. I'll there was like three of them that were side scrollers. There was there's China, Russia, and oh, that's right. I forgot about Russia. Oh shit, there's another one. Was it France? Maybe titties. Yeah, yeah. I never played. I never played them that deep, but. Oh, I'm, I'm big time into Assassin's Creed. I love those games. I think the last one I played was Black Flag. 
Yeah, I touched Black Flag just because I was like, ooh, sailing. And then I was like, oh, sit. Sea of Thieves instead. <laughs> Fucking A, bro. Nice, man. Yeah, so that's it. Uh, Scuba Steve, how about you, buddy? Man, it has been a hell of a week. I worked my ass off. And then this past weekend, I, I mean, I wasn't here last Monday because we were preparing for a damn tropical storm that I had no idea was coming because I was sick the week before. I felt like you've literally found out five minutes before. Shit yeah, exactly. It's bro. exactly like the way you what texted happened. us. And I was like, oh, dude, right. I had <laughs> no fucking idea that there was a tropical storm coming like zero because I hadn't really been on social media either. I was in bed fucking dying. And uh, <sighs> fair. So finally, when I find out, I'm like, what do y'all mean? Tropical storm? I'm like, yeah, it's going to be here tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, shit. So tropical storm came. They didn't cancel work. They put us on a two hour delay. Mind you, the worst weather hit right at that two hour mark that we <laughs> had to go into fucking work. So power went out at work. It was just a clusterfuck. It was fucking stupid. They should have just given us the day off. Did you say the roof collapsed? The roof did collapse in our cafeteria. Um, Fuck, dude. Luckily, I'm nobody bad. was. It, it was just tiles fell down and some fucking. Oh, okay. uh, uh, so it wasn't like the full cafeteria was just like. <laughs> no, it was it was it was just a like few drop ceiling dropped. Right. It's probably like a, I don't know, like a 12 by 12 section of cafeteria that fell. Um, and then what I do this weekend, I didn't do much. I haven't really done much. It just worked. Didn't you do your food thing this weekend? We did do our food thing yesterday. Sell um, out again? We did sell out. Um, Congrats. Awesome. We made chicken shawarma. Ooh, and uh, shawarma, bro. It's really good. Try it. it Try it. It's so damn good. It's nowhere anywhere near me. I'd have to go to Baby yeah well if you ever get the if you ever get the chance to try it like uh, you know and i didn't hear about it till the fucking end of avengers and i was like i want to try that just because it sounded delicious and it is it's absolutely fucking amazing um so we did that we did the, the plate sale just to kind of help you know alleviate the uh pay loss that mel and i both had to take while i was sick because i had to take time i didn't have any pto so i had to take time off uh without pay so okay. yeah which sucked ass so fucking a bro but uh yeah that was it what else did i do what else did i do um that's really oh i've been playing the hell out of mass effect uh, i'm on the third game right now i've just been like i blew through the first two ones and whenever i play a game like that i have to do every single side mission mm -hmm. before well, i that's do the why story I never that's why i never finished harry potter man yeah I kept getting yeah. distracted by fucking side quests so I did all the side missions on part one, commenced to the sides, you know, to the main story, did whatever side missions popped up, then finished the story, jumped on to two, did the same thing with two. And now I'm on three. I don't remember part three. I remember I bought the game when it came out. I remember I played it, but this game does not ring a bell in my head. It's because you were I, busy fucking aliens all the time. You weren't even playing the gameplay, bro. Actually, <laughs> actually, I did not. And Mel was like, I'm so disappointed in you. She's like, why? She's like, because I fucked every single one on the ship. She's like, and you have not. Is, is, is that, was there a moment of like, you, you step back and you're like, babe. What? No, no. And then she tells Charlie last night, Charlie, you know, the only reason your dad likes to play this game is because he can fuck somebody else without getting in trouble. And I'm like, you fucked everybody on the ship. I had a clerk's moment. You suck 30 dicks, right? Like, wait a minute. We're, if we're comparing one apples to oranges. Fucking yeah. Together. 
Yeah, and I've only I've only literally banged one person in the entire series so far, which was in part two. I banged Miranda, but in this third game, I don't know if you can bang anybody because it hasn't even been an oh, option. Oh yeah, yet. you can. You can. It hasn't been an option yet, and I'm It'll really bummed out that Dude, I, I haven't. I messed up so badly in the game that literally the only one I could hook up with was Tally. Well, that was weird. How did that work? I, I actually thought it reading all the possible outcomes, it actually turns out to be the best romance. Oh, really? So I mistakenly chose okay, to let have me, a... let me, So just I'll, I'll just give okay, a little bit. Of, so when you romance Tally at the end and he's saying goodbye, you know, because he's going off to, you know, fight the, the Reapers or whatever. To, and uh, he's saying goodbye to Tally and they, they have a nice little moment. And she just starts just tearfully says, I just want more time. I fucking paused the game, walked out of the room, walked to the next room and fucking bawled my eyes out. <laughs> I mean, you build such a like you build bonds with these characters, even though they're fake. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I mistakenly get in the first game. There was a, a, a romance brewing between Liara and myself and then Ashley and myself. Well, I wanted to bang Ashley, but then mm-hmm. they presented the option to have a threesome. So I picked that option. Ooh, that didn't end well, did it? And it it did not end well. Ashley was like, you can have him. And I was like, I don't want to bang the blue alien. Her head looks weird. So I told her we'd just be friends (laughs) in part two. What's up, Brody? Well, yeah, but she's got this weird tentacles face in the back. It's just being weird. I am so lost with what the hell you guys are talking about right now. Like, I just know you could fuck aliens, but I don't yeah. know any of these characters or nothing uh, like that. So I'm just riding this guy. <laughs> so fucking me with the ghoul. Oh god, yeah, Wait, exactly. They were playing Baldur, Baldur's Gate. Was no, it- he said he knows. He said the uh, Richard said that he found out they put out Baldur's Gate three, but he doesn't know what system it's on. Uh yeah, but I know. You and I don't think it's his in it. yet. You could fuck a bear in it. I know that. You you can like, dude. You can literally like. Pick the size of your schlong and everything. Jesus you can Christ. have both. Can, now, here's my question. Can my dick be a weapon? Because if that's the case, I'm going full fucking like... Basketball. Yeah, I'm going penetrator from fucking Saints Row 3 where I just have this floppy fucking dick out of that. <laughs> pretty much, dude. Like, if that's my weapon, like... Oh. Uh, anyways... Going yeah, back so to fucking that, aliens. Yeah, uh. so I, I I stuck to fucking the human chick in part two, and then the blue chick still wanted to bang me in part three, and I'm like, look, man, I'm still chilling with the chick from part two, and there's been absolutely no boobage, no getting down, and I'm really mad. Maybe you screwed yourself on that. I Maybe don't you think you really. I don't think you really do, but I know in Andromeda you can fuck everybody. Brody, no, no, <laughs> oh no, bad, bad. Go stand in the corner, Brody. <laughs> But yeah, so that's all I did. Uh, of course, spent time with the girlfriend. I mean, fiance and Charlie. And we came up with some ideas. Mel wants to make movies with Charlie as the star. So we are going to build a little foam city and do a Charzilla episode <laughs> and buy her a little dinosaur suit and let her fucking destroy the town and Charzilla. Just make like a fucking little cheesy fucking film with her. And, uh, we talked about doing a Chucky one too, because she does have a Chucky outfit that was bought for her or that was made for her. Um, and we were talking about throwing in the older kids and having her kill the older kids. But when she kills them, they'll be squirted with like ketchup and then have like the X's over their eyes to make it very look like cartoony and stuff. So 
Honestly, the fact that you're not using her for a uh, total recall kind of a thing. Is, <laughs> that's a bit of a disappointment. He needs to be Quattro, bro. <laughs> there you go, cosplay. Just have your, have your open oh, shirt. fuck. Bro, so I just saw somebody posted one of those on uh, Instagram. I sent it to my brother-in-law. And that was my – I'm like, what a disgusting but awesome cosplay. You can literally just walk around like a slob all sweaty, and, like just gross with your tits hanging out. And fucking your little Quato there, dude. Like. <laughs> and hey, funny thing, we had kind of a Quato kind of thing in this movie, Wishmaster. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, that dude had that monster grin out of his fucking stomach. But mm-hmm. we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Fuck but that's all know. I did. So, John. Oh, what did I do? Let's see. Um, well, like Chad, Daddy, I worked all this weekend picking up some sweet, sweet overtime. They offered this uh, nice incentive bonus for working both days. So, fuck it. I'm going to take it while I got it. Um, on top of that, I actually started re-watching the VHS series. I don't know why I decided to just like do this. You. But, yeah. So, that series has expanded so much more to my knowledge that I knew. And now I'm just in this huge rabbit hole where I'm like, although I don't know. I'm at I'm I'm at a fence right now because I started watching three and I turned that shit off ten minutes fucking in because it's so which bad. one's three third so the first segment at least segment and I'll say that loosely because it's not set up like the first two at least where there's a conjoining like main mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. um or maybe it is later on but the first segment is the magician one where this dude has a magical cape mm-hmm. and it. Mm-hmm. The premise is cool, but I hated how it was filmed because it didn't seem like it was a found footage thing. It seemed like it was a fucking documentary. And I was like, eh, whatever. Fuck that bullshit. But the first two, man, I still really fucking enjoy. And now Shudder's taking them over and they've dropped two and they're about to drop a third this fucking October. Oh, shit. They've dropped 94, which apparently 94 is the best well-reviewed VHS out of any of them right now, which I was like, okay, which is also cool because they brought back, I don't know if all of them, but some of the original directors from the very first one to make new skits for 94. Nice. And then that dropped 2022. And then this past April, 99 dropped. And then October, 85 drops. So, but then on top of that, dude, like Chad Daddy's mentioned before in earlier episodes, Kids on the Block is an offset from the Aliens segment from number two. Well, there's a whole other movie called Siren that's a standalone movie of the Succubus, dude. Which I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I need to see all this shit now. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. I was just I was feeling a good found footage movie and I haven't watched those in a hot fucking minute. Well, if you ever want to watch a very shitty found footage movie that I believe is on Tubi, it's called Paranoia Tapes 5. Oh god. Give that a watch. Um because I directed Oh, you're in it? I'm right. in it. There's two segments that I'm in. I'm in the very first. Wait, Aliens. this is on Tubi as of right now? I believe it's on Tubi. I'm going to go. Oh, see, boy, I can't wait. Yeah, I, I'm looking this up right now. I'll put it on my list if this is the case. What's so it I, it's called Paranoia, Paranoia Tapes 5. Paranoia um, tapes five. So it's, it's kind of like VHS where there's the main storyline and then the, the segments in between. So the main storyline and then I do the first segment. I helped direct that one. I helped write that one. I created the alien 
in that movie and I played the alien creature in that movie. And you only see me for a split second. But then later on the, the fifth one, because I see. Yes. Two. Yes. There's, okay. It's the fifth one. Later on, I want to I think it's the fourth or the fifth segment. It's. Me, Mel and a friend of ours. Is it Jack but, Hunters? Is that yes, what it's called? Yes. That's Jack what it Hunters. Is. Alrighty. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're so bad. So on my bad. list, buddy. So the director for the second one, because I didn't direct that. I just acted in that one. Um, and I created the creatures for that one as well. Um, he um, was supposed to do all this shit in post and put bullet holes in the walls. And so there's a lot of shit that makes absolutely no fucking sense. Because when he sent Jack the film, he didn't do none of the shit he was supposed to. No, 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 Joe. <laughs> Joe, trust me. This is not a shameless plug because I don't want anybody to ever watch this movie. Because it's so I fucking love- bad. Even and though I- I'm about to watch it. And you know what? I essentially play myself in these fu- in in the fu- in the second segment. I play myself. I'm a yeah, ghost but isn't hunter. that the best way to go? Honestly, as yeah. an actor, dude. Like you could play different roles, and I'm not saying that some people, but like I feel like if I was ever in the acting gig, I would want to be the person where they just they pull you in to play yourself. Look, the you only reason I, mean I was this in point? this, like, the only reason I agreed to be part of that, I said I'll be in it, but I want to die. Because I've always wanted to die. Well, yeah, dude. Who movie. does it, man? Like, oh, that, that's thanks the best for spoiling part. it for us. No, no, no. I'm whatever. <laughs> Spoiler alert: I fucking die, but it's fucking awesome. <laughs> now, Mel was not my girlfriend at the time that we did this. We were just fucking yeah, friends. Clearly, this was this was yeah. early, early, and uh, I love I love my fiance. I fucking love her, but she cannot, for the life of her, act. She cannot, for the life of her, die. Like, it is so bad. I don't think I could, too, man. I would just be... I'd be cheesing the whole fucking time, bro. Yeah. I would just be sitting there all happy, like, ah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> stop smiling. I'm like, I can't. I you hope do, she doesn't see this. like Paul Rubens and Buffy. That's what she's yes. reminds Literally, me like, of. Eh, like, eh, and the way eh. she dies is so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. And I'm like... This makes absolutely no sense, but it's not my movie, so I don't give a shit. Whatever. Yeah, I, I don't care. So, uh, Darlene, to answer your question, we did have it, but we had some issues getting it on the Facebook page. So it was still on the, it was on Scoob's Facebook page, and we had it on our YouTube and our Twitch. Uh, so last week's episode is out there. It was Bob and I, we covered The Nest. The Nest. Don't watch it. Podcast? No, watch the podcast. Don't watch, watch the podcast. Don't watch yeah. the movie. <laughs> I'll I'll save you some time on that. Um, so yeah, watch the VHS movies. Definitely like fell into a little bit of rabbit hole there. Definitely been playing my MK because we're in the fucking seasons now, or whatever. It's almost over. And every once in a while, like I usually don't care about dailies and shit like that. But that's the one where I'm just like, no man, I want to get these fucking costume unlocks, dude. Like. So doing that shit and then, uh, yeah, close the pool up. So for me, it's officially, it's officially the end of summer. And that means it's time to start putting up Halloween decorations outside. Hell yeah. Uh, has begun. Fucking A. And with that being said, I watched this movie last night and I am ready to talk about it right now. And that is 1997's The Wishmaster. All righty. Let me pull up my show notes here. In ancient Persia, an evil creature called the Jinn wreaks havoc on a local kingdom before being sealed inside a stone, a fire opal. 
Centuries later, the stone encased in a statue is discovered when the statue is broken apart in a loading accident. A young gemologist, Alexandra Amberson, examines the jewel to appraise it. However, she unwittingly awakens the horrible djinn inside. Soon the djinn is loose on the streets, twisting people's wishes and killing them so he can steal their souls. Eventually, the djinn disguises himself as an elegant man about town, Nathaniel Demarest. Did I say that right? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Demarest? Demarest? In both human and djinn form, he pursues Alexandra to trick her into making three wishes to enable his unholy legions to conquer the earth. Directed by Robert Kurtzman, The Demolition, Demolitionist, and The Rage. Written by Peter Atkins, Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, and Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. Produced by Pierre David, Videodrome, Scanner Cop, Clark Peterson, Cupid, and Monster. Noel A. Zantish, Scanner Cop, and The Dentist. <laughs> Scoops? Starring Tammy Lauren, home for the Young and the Restless is Alexandra Amberson, Andrew Divoff, Graveyard Shift, Air Force One as the Jinn, Nathaniel Demarest, Robert England, Galaxy of Terror, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane as Raymond <laughs> Beaumont. We know he's from Nightmare on Elm Street. You got to find other stuff. No, Chris, I know. Chris <laughs> Lemon, Just Before Dawn, Thunder in Paradise as Nick Merritt, Wendy Benson, Unhappily Ever After, Burlesque as Shannon Amberson. Tony Crane, Out of This World, The Big Easy, as Josh Aikman. Jenny O'Hara, The King of Queens, Devil, as Wendy Derleth. Oh, that's right. She was from Devil. Yeah, she was the Devil. She was the Devil, yeah. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Rico Ross, Aliens, Doctor Who, as Lieutenant Nathanson. Gretchen Palmer, Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. I got the hookup, as Ariella. Body count total. Technically, because all deaths are reversed by a wish, it's zero except except for the prologue. Chad forgot about the prologue, so there was a lot of people that died at the beginning too. That whole party got that was a party. Yeah, that was that was a party. That was a Persian party. Chad Daddy. (laughs) Music by Harry Manfredini. War of the Worlds, the series. Santa's Summer House. (laughs) <laughs> is that a horror movie please tell me that's I a horror movie i don't think it is damn it all right he's, he's done like weird shit aside from friday the 13th bro you have no idea oh, i i could imagine at this point like he's done lots of christmas movies and shit that he didn't take credit for okay continue on. cinematography by jacques hatekin cherry 2000 my demon lover edited by david handman deep star six jason x oh hey. shit Effects and makeup by KNB. I know, big fucking surprise there. Cause what? <laughs> Distributed by Live Entertainment, runtime of 90 midgets, rated R, budget of 5 mil, and it grossed 15.7 mil, so it didn't oh. do too bad. That's good. I didn't know it actually made it a, a positive on its first run. Yeah. All right. I mean, and that's 97, 15 million. So. It's 97 when this movie feels so late 80s. Right, it does. It this does. movie feels late '80s, early '90s at best. It felt early like, '90s more than late '80s. I feel I only say early '90s because of how clean it looked, but just the premise and everything still feels late '80s to me. You know what I mean? Just where we can get away with a little bit more schlocky, because then there's the whole other flip side of '97, bro. You got Scream. You know what I mean? And now you're changing a whole another fucking land. You're changing the landscape on a whole different basis at this point. Mm-hmm. Where this one's like still trying to do it, 
I give it credit where it's credit's due, man. It's a weird one. I always thought it was personally earlier in the 90s than when it came out. Yeah, I kind of thought that, too. I thought it was more like 95 or something. I thought it was pre-screen because, you know, slashers were starting to make a big comeback then. So mm-hmm. it really had some tough competition. And then right. it had to be something different. And it was it, they tried to launch a franchise. They kind of did because they made three more. Well, I mean, two, what, three and four have to be post-2000 because the second one so. is 99. So that being said, man, I mean, this... So this movie, even though it feels like a weird... It feels like a movie out of time in comparison to when it came out, but it's a fun fucking movie. It's a stupid movie, That's but a it's a fun movie. movie. Yeah. At least I think it's a fun movie. Maybe you boys disagree. No, no, I thought it was a fun movie, and I always have. And like, you know, we said before, we haven't watched this in, you know, 10 plus years was the last time that, you know, easily. I I can't tell you the last time that I watched this. It's been so damn long. But watching it, I wasn't bored. I wasn't. It wasn't something that I was like, hurry the fuck up, like hurry up and fucking end. But it also wasn't one where I was like excited to watch it. You know what I mean? Right. It felt still a little lackluster. It felt lackluster in the story department, but obviously in the effects department. Oh, they killed it on the effects and everything. Right. That's like, that's to me why you're going to watch this movie. Yeah. I mean, his look alone when he's, when he transforms back into the gin after he breaks out of the opal, like it looked so fucking gnarly. Like everything was just glistening on him and it looked like. See see this big list. This, This is the kills that I could count. I'm not counting even all the people that were killed at the party because it just happened so fast. Yeah, that was so, so many, dude. It was not boring to watch. No, not at all. No, and it, everybody died in such cool ways. It wasn't just like, oh, let me rip their heart out or I'm going to knock their head off or anything so, like that. It was very creative. This movie to me, and this is how it felt, especially in that opening sequence, dude, which was awesome because that what a great way to fucking pull you in. You're like, what the fuck's I feel like this was like, so this was obviously the effects part, and they took everybody there, and they were like, listen, guys, we're going to give you guys your own project, but you get to do whatever you want to do with this and just see what we can, you know what I mean? And we'll fit it in the script regardless. Like, we'll get it in there. And that's why you got snake dudes and skeletons ripping out of guys. There's a a spider or something crawling across your camera. Mine? Um, we got fucking a dude's intestines that's literally turning into a dog eating somebody else you know when i saw the skeleton when i saw the skeleton when i i laughed because i'm like who the fuck like if a skeleton's coming at me a skeleton don't weigh shit i'm throwing that bitch around like yeah but the skeleton was cool and then hilarious yeah that's yeah because because it was cool when it ripped out, and then it did. And even my wife's like, she's like, "This is like Army of Darkness when it like snuck yep. behind the dude." I know. I like, think ah! I think Army of Darkness just completely put the final stamp on skeletons, skeletons. ever being scary again. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here! It's my favorite line. <laughs> right? That is my ah! favorite line. Ah! Let's get the hell out of here! You know, those are just half puppets on sticks, and yeah, they like, were ah! too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, like this, it's. Like the the snake dude to me looked cool as fuck, and then there was that guy that was like turning into a tree or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like that was like I said. Like I feel like these guys were just like, yo, either come up with some new shit 
or they've already had shit just that's never worked for other movies and they're like yo go around the entire effects department and just clean the shit up let's use it all like fuck it dude and that's why we got like cool statue like yo man imagine using that being a cosplay is just one of those statue armors birdie asked if it was the same crew for army of darkness did knb do army of darkness i want to say they did uh it's possible i don't know off the top because that would have only been like what three or four years before that was uh that was 93 yeah 92 sorry 92 uh i don't fucking know effects uh it was i don't know i'll keep looking into that but no man like and there's so many areas of this movie but just the first one alone like i said it just feels like it's just a combination of everybody's like talents for this movie. And that's what it's all about. Like we want to showcase what this studio can do for solid effects. And obviously we got some cheesy wonky fucking early CGI kind of bullshit, which is whatever, but all the practicals are a hundred percent in this movie. So according to what I could find online, there was 58 deaths in this movie. I can believe it. Really? Yeah. That's hmm. But I don't think they're counting the whole party at the beginning. Like they're listing the ones that were like on screen, focused on. They're not, they didn't list the ones that were like in background. Ah, okay. So it says Army Darkness was makeup and creature effects were handled by two different companies, Tony That's Gardner and his company Alterian. Okay. Huh. But you know what? Not wrong. The whole skeleton thing, that might have just been the nail in the coffin for that one. The only thing that my biggest complaint about this, which is kind of funny, is that the the whole party scene at the end, or close to the end, was to me a complete ripoff of the nightclub scene from Hellraiser 3. But they're both written by the same guy. Um... I haven't seen three in a long time. What? Where are we talking about? Like, what specific parts of it? Like, Literally, is there any specific... the whole, the whole part. I've only scene. seen the Hellraiser three one time with you guys, so it's still you got to recollect me a little bit. Well, it's when Pinhead walks into the nightclub and just basically does exactly what happens. What's in this scene? Almost shot for shot. Huh? And that's when he makes his new Cenobites. Maybe we need. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's when he makes like the CD guy and all that other shit. Yeah, yeah, but, and, yeah, yeah. and there's like a part where he's like, he's got the chains going through people, and he's like going through and ripping faces off. And you see something exactly like this, but with piano wire in this. Yeah, man, but that piano wire shit was cool. I don't know. I, well, I just think Hellraiser three did it better though. That's fair. See, like to me, I didn't. I don't know enough of it to where like that affected me watching it. So, but now I kind of want to see a side by side of it. I bet it's out there on YouTube somewhere. But we're not going to post it. We're not going to go through that bullshit. Yeah, uh, we're not getting in trouble for that. <laughs> we might. We're not getting in trouble for that. Fuck hey, all no, that. No, no, no. Come on. This, this isn't Bill Paxton's fucking cemetery. No. Yeah, we don't need to do that, that again. Uh, but, I mean, character-wise, actors, they're all right. There's no, like, there's no solid, solid acting in this film. It's very me. soap opera-ish whenever yes. he wasn't on screen. I uh, feel like... Shot and acted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel whenever, you know, Andrew Devoff was on screen, that's when yes. it felt like a movie. 
but when he wasn't and it was just the human characters it just felt very soap opera ish yeah like i said man like the second one's even worse with that feeling where it just feels like an episode of goosebumps see and i wish mel would jump in because she i asked her to watch this because of course she's from iran that's persia that's where this fuck this movie at the beginning takes place so i was like hey you should totally watch it it's your people like watch it so she watched it and she did say she liked it because they did talk about Zoroastrianism, which is an actual religion. And they did get a lot of that correct. It was like one of the first religions or some shit like that. And the whole. The the, the main God, or I forget what his name was, but the main God did have the alter ego, which was his shadow that was like evil in their religious text or whatever the fuck they're called. I don't know what they're called, but right. religious so, is that a real word? Religious. No, I just made it up. Shut up. I like it. <laughs> religious. Uh but so there were there was a lot of cool shit, you know what I mean? And, and I just like like she said, she wished that they would have spoken in the native tongue at the beginning with subtitles. Which I, I feel that a lot of some movies, like you said, there's movies that don't do that and it just kind of not that it, it takes kills you out the movie, it ta- but it takes but you it out. takes you away it takes you a little bit away from it for yeah. sure my example was enemy at the gates yeah but still a fantastic fucking movie but you know or you can just play a call of duty that's literally recreates that whole campaign yeah uh i agree rich i do enjoy the demeanor of the gin like he's like a evil batman essentially but i love how he cons like his wishes are just so fucked like in certain certain ways like especially like the first dude he's like oh just say you don't want to hurt anymore i don't want to hurt anymore all right cool dad <laughs> dad <laughs> i just yeah. like the, the part the part where uh, i can't remember who wished for what but he said well you should have worded your wish more carefully uh or something well like i that. thought it was alexandra yeah it was okay. she wished for oh yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. she wanted to, to to know more about him or something yeah that's right. Yep. But that just reminded me because back in back when I was me and my boys played D and D, we had like the, our dungeon master was like really really hyper smart, and anytime we would use a wish, like we came and got a, a wish, and we had to, we learned that you had to word it exactly, perfectly, carefully. Like we would write our wish down, and it would take up one and a half to two pages just so we could cover our own asses and make sure the wish wouldn't backfire. Fuck yeah, man. I always love when you hear, like, genie stories like that, dude, because, uh, you know, oh, I want a million bucks. All right, there's a million deer. You know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> stupid shit like that. Best case scenario, best funniest one in this fucking, and I feel like it was the longest con. Yeah, there you go, Gene. Dude, shout out Where the dude who was like, well, I'll take a million dollars. All right done and then just his mom his at mom. the fucking airport don't forget to sign it <laughs> that was such a long just like take and then just instant takes off like i laughed so fucking hard <laughs> that's like that's like one of those really long family guy cutaway jokes yes exactly yes you just don't yes. know where it's going and then you're like oh <laughs> all right <laughs> fuck oh man no this was yeah the deaths in this movie were actually like fucked but obviously you know we're from a kind of 
special effects company fucking running this whole goddamn movie. So Reggie getting cancer, dude, that was straight fucked. Like, that is some that is some aggressive Deadpool style cancer right there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's also healing factor, yeah. Yeah, correct. Like that'd be if Deadpool didn't have a ceiling factor, that's what he that's what would happen. Have all that yellow cum or that fucking cum all over his mouth there. Uh, but uh anything else you boys want to add to this? I mean, I, like I said, I already mentioned that, you know, my biggest complaint was that scene. And I'll get to that, you know, again, when we come to least favorite scene. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still a good scene, but I just felt like it was too derivative of it, it's kind of hard to be derivative when it's your own work that you're plagiarizing. So I don't. That's I'm actually kind of funny, too. Yeah, that's, that is funny. Like, so I'm yeah. guessing it's kind of like, you know, hey, it worked here. Let's try and use it in something else, too. Hmm. Like I said, man, it worked for me. I mean, it's nothing like super memorable. I feel like the opening scene is more memorable than that. Oh, it was definitely. But although Freddy, uh, well, I, I say Freddy, but Robert England's death was gross and awesome. And I yeah. loved it. Like yeah. he got his stomach and it turned into something. Yeah, dude. And then it was just like turned into this weird like thing that shot another tentacle out and I don't know. It just looked cool because it was. That's like some Lovecraft shit right there. His death would have been a beetle. One of the statues that fucking what's her name made in Beetlejuice. That's what. Yeah. That's what his weird. Yeah. A little bit. But I feel like that. I just liked it because, you know, that was one where like, I feel like in his contract, he's like, I'm not wearing makeup or anything in this movie. So if you need me to do something, he's like, I'll sit up next to a prosthetic. (laughs) So they just made it to where he just has to put his mouth against it and then just fucking do this. And I'm like, you know what? That. It still fucking works. But I mean, he killed Candyman. He killed Jason. He killed Reggie. He killed Freddy. Who had the best? I think Freddy might have had the best death. Well, I don't know. Reggie's was pretty fucking. Because like Candyman's like. That was kind of dumb. How the fuck would he know? How would he know? He was stuck in that jam for so fucking long. How would he know who Houdini was? It's magic. That's why he can speak English right away and all this other shit. Ah. They weren't speaking English in Persia anyway. He did it in two and a half minutes. That's why he knows what this fucking, how to say, like, what when shit hits the fan. That's why he knows that saying. You know what I mean? Like, he shouldn't know that shit. I always like, though, like, when he, he, the way he speaks, and then every once in a while, he'll just throw, like, a fuck in there and it just sounds so <laughs> different you're like wait what i'm just like no nah, i'm just changing tone completely <laughs> it's uh, like he stubbed his toe <laughs> yeah i was just like nah all right let me uh well if there's no other juicy nugs that we want to add while discussing let me pull up what brody's got to say here so we don't have another video from brody unfortunately because well our motherfucker's healing and uh he's had a hell of a week Obviously, he is here. You can type. Yeah, we love you, Brody. All right. Um, All right. So this is, yeah. All right. Let me me pull up fucking, where is the, where is it? I told him I would do the music. Was it Lounge? Yes. Let's see. Hope we found out the music changes it on us a little bit, so. right one hold on dead air there you go all right so let's thing in it says sorry sorry lads i couldn't do my proper review this week as my voice is still fucked 
But I know Big Johnny will do justice and read this out to you in an Aussie accent. <sighs> I don't know how I'm going to be able to fucking do this. Right. I really admire this film to not only do something different, but create such an iconic horror villain, but to really go hard on the practical effects and use the iconic horror cameos to make it even more enjoyable and memorable film for me. Cunts. So I don't know how to do it. I muted I my mic because I was going to be laughing too much. But my oh, God. Keep going. Keep going. My face hurts. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> right. All right. Fuck. This. I can't do it. Dude. There's so much lore behind. See, I can't. Behind the character like this. And it's a shame that the sequels don't expand much upon it. But fuck those sequels. With this film, I love the creature design of the Jin. Andrew Divoff as the Jin is simply fantastic. I see. I know I'm going something. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing now at this point. Right. I gotta find it again. I gotta fucking <laughs> find that. I like, gotta say, when you said remember, when you Vegemite. said upon it, when you, when you said upon it, it sounded like a southern accent. Yeah, you went southern there for a bit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I'm mixing the the vibe here, and then there's somehow an English in there. You gotta like, you gotta warm up before Vegemite Koala. Vegemite, Vegemite Koala. You know, what? I gotta think of Kano's from fucking. Did you, did you settle for me sausage? All right. There you go. Me sausage. All right. Uh, where the fuck was I? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Simply fantastic to unfold and create the creativity behind the violence and brutal. I see, I can't lose that, dude. <laughs> Brutally beautiful and oh, over. Shit. Nope. I love seeing Kurtzman's version come to life. I'm not saying this film is a masterpiece by any means. I've lost it completely, but I respect <laughs> for expanding the creativity of his work, especially the most of these monster MFX artists have, and bringing his own creature to life. A nostalgic piece that will always watch, that Hill Brody will always watch if it's ever on TV. His Gormore score for this is a four. <laughs> so, four. Sorry about that, four. homies. It's I, a four, cunts. Four, that's right. Koala cunts. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was trying to like mimic Kano lines earlier today, and it sounded like you're trying and... to mimic Brody. Oh, well, oh, I mean, no. he is Kano, so am I wrong? You're not. Oh, at dude, all. I'm telling you, my favorite was when you slipped into that southern accent. Yeah, I don't oh. know why the fuck I went southern. Oh, let me get this music <laughs> off here. All right. Oh, well, that's a word Yes, that's. Oh God, that's right. I forgot he was Aussie in that too. I said Tropic uh, Thunder. I, yeah. By the way, I, I absolutely fucking hate Natural Born Killers. I've only watched it once and it's been a really long time. I didn't like it. All right. So Brody gave it a four and Mr. Amone gave it a four, right? Yes. All right. So I'm going to put those in the coagulator. All right. So obviously we all love the effects of this movie. Acting is kind of meh, but it gets us through it. Divoff, I think, is solid. Like his acting is 100 percent obviously. And without him, it, this movie would suck. Yeah. The really Case funny point, thing is three and four. The funny thing is, like what I said, I don't think you were here yet, Scuba Steve, is like uh last Sunday, me and the wife were sitting watching uh CSI Miami, and he popped up as one of the villains. Mm-hmm. I like, remember those episodes. <laughs> and when he gets the uh the suit, 
like when he goes to the and gets that nice snazzy suit and everything in this movie, he kind of looks kind of like, looks like, like the same character. Man. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Fucking hey, man. Um, all right. Well, I guess if that's well, we got for discussion, Chad, Daddy. I guess we can uh, spread them cheeks and see what we got behind yeah, the curtains. I, I got a little bit. You know, there really wasn't much to be had. You know, a little bit more than last week. I'm sorry, I, did, I couldn't find shit for the nest, bro. I didn't expect you to find shit for the nest, so <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny enough is when I was reading that shit out and all the stuff that happened with production of the nest. Even Brody said, he's like, yeah, production sounded better than this whole fucking movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't oh, worry mean, about it. You did a yeah, solid, man. Cockroaches escaping and everything. Yeah, bro. And the fact that they were like, it. so what confused me is they said they had specific cockroaches, but then there was also an excerpt that said they went out and just fucking found cockroaches. I'm guessing it was probably both. They probably didn't have enough cockroaches. And then the studio they- got infested after the fact for years to come. Like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> We did the shitty movie, and now we have to keep dealing with it with these fucking cockroaches. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so first uh, first thing I want to talk about is all the cameos that are in the movie. Fucking right, man. We got cameos out the ass. Okay, so obviously, you know, we've got Reggie Bannister, Tony Todd, uh, Kane Hodder, Ted Raimi. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot about getting, Ted Raimi. Getting squished. Uh, did you guys notice Tom Savini? No. In Where? Forest, in the pharmacy. He was the guy that was checking on Reggie. You just oh see no shit what i'm sitting there watching like wait was i feel like they didn't really movie? show him that much i'm like I, I didn't think i thought you know probably not him but yeah here in the in the credits yeah well what the fuck um the guy that's the homeless man george buck flower he's been in like a ton of things he, he always seems to play like a homeless guy yeah yeah like, that dude like, definitely looks the homeless guy in back to the future <gasps> he was that that's why i look familiar um Vern troyer it's the same See? costume in every movie. It is. He brings his own homeless guy costume. Like, <laughs> All right, I'm here, boys. And uh, Mini Me played the little, uh, the little like, gin, little larval form or pew, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And uh, did you know Bro, he was a cell junior? And you ain't ever gonna tell me he. Oh was. my god, yes. <laughs> he was a fucking cell junior <laughs> at a hundred percent. Like I was just. That's all I could see. I was like, oh my god, dude, fucking kick him. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, did you notice who uh, narrated it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Grim. Angus Grimm. Uh, Angus Grimm. Yep. yep. And also, technically, another uh, cameo, uh, one of the statues in uh, Raymond Beaumont's Zuzu. room. Yep. Yeah. Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like that was, like, very obvious. And I saw them, like, is that Pazuzu? Yeah. That was a well, I mean, dude, Pazuzu there's so too. many. There's so many other, like, horror nods in this thing. Why the fuck not, you know? Yeah. Hell of a name. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's yes. crazy. This is, was this Vern Troyer's first role, I wonder? I want to say this is around the same time he did Austin Powers. Wasn't that also in 97? No, because he didn't do Austin Powers 1, which was oh, 97. Shit, he was in the second one, which that's would have been right. either 99 or 2000. I feel right. Like You're right. Because that's, that's when angry. they would come out with mini-me. No, because no, in the first one, it was just Scott. <laughs> Scott! I love the first Austin Powers, dude. Like, I, I can give a shit one too. The third one, meh, but the second one. Even the second one, I'm kind of like, eh. But the first one, dude, I could always watch, and for some reason, those jokes still hold up to me. Like, he I was in Men what. in Black in '97, also. <gasps> he was. Wait, what the hell was he in Men in Black? I feel like I used to know what he was. And Rocket Man <laughs> in '97 as well. 
Yeah, with um, Har- Harlan Williams, this stupid comedy movie. Oh, okay. I was thinking Rocketeer. I was like, wait a minute. No, that's. I'm just trying to think of like some kind of mini alien that. That he was? Yeah. Was he the baby that was that spit up all over? No, because that was just a puppet. Right. I feel like he had to be some kind of little like. I mean, obviously he had to be a little creature of some kind. (laughs) Oh, shit. I have no idea. Unless he just was a man in black that was walking to the background, which would have been even funnier. <laughs> okay, so continue. Half point. Uh, so many. <laughs> <laughs> Agent half point. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> we are going to have an army of midgets protesting. Hey, little people! Little people! <laughs> Yo, man, they fight themselves on that word. So half of them don't like it. Half of them, they're like, yeah, I don't give a shit. That's what I am. So fuck it. There's nothing derogatory about midget. I know, dude, but there's some fucking offended white woman there. So that says it is. <laughs> fucking John Mulaney has a whole bit on the word midget in one of his comedy specials. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he, uh, He's great. he played the alien son of a creature when they're at MIB headquarters. Like when they first walk in, there's oh, a so giant... it's like in the background. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like an uncircumcised cock on the head. Nice. It's gross. Is it, is it the thing where he like thinks it's like a mole or something? Then like yeah. it's the kid. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I know exactly what that is. All right. Anyways, what else we got? Okay. <laughs> that was a fun little sidebar. Many yeah, right. members, including black. director Robert Kurtzman, had small roles in the film, sometimes appearing in different scenes as different characters. That's that's always awesome, honestly. Especially if you don't even notice it. It's almost, but sometimes it's funny when you do. Characters named Finney, Beaumont, Durleth, and Merritt are all references to early 20th century science fictional horror writers Jack Finney, Charles Beaumont, August Durleth, and Abraham Merritt. I have no clue who any of them are. I've never heard of them. Got me, buddy. But I will take your word for that. Brody says, watch the movie Tiptoes with Gary Oldman playing a midget. Oh my God. I've, I've seen about that. I've seen TikToks about it. Maybe I will. <laughs> got somebody, said, somebody said there's literally in half in some of the scenes you can see Gary Oldman just walking around on his knees. That's the best. <laughs> That's the fucking best, dude. <sighs> remind me when uh we or I'll remind myself to tell you about Mel's movie because I don't want to say it on here so nobody steals the idea. She has a movie that she wrote. And it's fucking hilarious. And it has to do with midgets. I'm in. You have, I'm sold. She nah. literally was like, anytime she sees somebody little, she's like, give me your name and number because I'm going to make this movie happen and I need you in this movie. It's <sighs> fucking embarrassing. I could imagine. That would be like, so hey, fucking really? embarrassing. <laughs> Brody said to me. <laughs> a little scarecrow body for him when he sits on the couch. Oh God, <laughs> that's awesome! <laughs> I gotta see this. No, Richard, it's not porn. Oh. It's not midget porn. <laughs> okay. She just wants to make a midget porn. She just that's that's been her goal. No, play. I need to direct a porn, but not just any porn. An okay. all midget gangbang. <laughs> what the? Fuck? It's a short film. 
<laughs> oh, good night, everybody. And that's the end of our podcast. Thank you for coming. Hey, I'm only five six. I'm allowed to crack jokes because finally somebody that I'm fucking taller than. No, I'm just saying you got to be like a stanza man. Go on a high note. That was great. <laughs> that's it. Good night, everybody. Well, you're leaving. I'm done. See? <laughs> ah, the great. best part of that episode was when the boss left him on a high note. Yep. <laughs> Fuck it, bro. Oh, many, that was good. Many, many instances of the film pay homage to the series Twilight Zone. The character's name, Beaumont, uh, was a frequent writer of the show. Uh, the Jin's line going my way when he stops Alexandra in the car is a reference to The Hitchhiker, where a mysterious man continually plagues a female driver with the line, I believe you're going my way. And the scene with the shop assistant wishing for eternal beauty and is transformed into a mannequin echoes where a female... <laughs> Where a female sh- the episode the after hours where a female shopper is revealed to be one of the store's mannequins made human. Oh God, Brody sent me a picture of it. Wait, the movie mannequin? What are we talking here? No, <laughs> Brody sent me a picture of the little freaking dummy body on. Oh, Gary Oldman. Oh, the oh that's fantastic. Body? So wait, wait, go back to what did you say about the the mannequin? There was an episode of the old uh, Twilight Zone. Oh, Twilight Zone. Sorry, after yeah. Hours, where female shoppers were able to be one of the store's mannequins made human. I remember that episode because uh, it's like something where after the store closes, every one of them gets to be human for like a day or something. I don't know. It's really weird. Oh. It's cool, but yeah. I feel like I do remember that one kind of. There was a game back 2005, 2006 called Condemned. You boys ever play it? I've heard uh, of it. Yes. So awesome, scary game, but there's a part where you're in a burned down department store and there's mannequins everywhere, but there's also like these vagrants that you're killing that are hiding within the mannequins. So dude, like they're all moving around stuff, but then shit gets trippy and then the mannequins themselves start moving everything too, dude. It's fucking, yeah, that's awesome. That just kind of reminds me of that shit. But anyways. Uh, Greg Nicotero, one of the special effects creators for Wishmaster, also worked on special effects in Romero's Day of the Dead, and he also played the character of Private Johnson. Joseph Pilato, who played the drunk crane worker in Wishmaster, was the main villain in Day of the Dead as Captain Rhodes. Oh, no shit. What? Wow. I mean, it's been a few years since I watched Day of the Dead when we watched it, but. That's a damn no. Movie. Yeah. We did watch Day of the Dead. I was thinking Land. For some reason, I said that, but I was thinking Land of the Dead. Which we, we also watched that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking a. What movie is that? Oh, it's not a movie. It's called. A, it's a game called Condemned. It came out on 360 and PS3, and it was fucking awesome, dude. It literally. I it used to scare the shit out of me, dude, just because like the fucking sound and that was crazy. And it was an only melee based game, so even though it was a first person shooter, like. You might find a gun, but you're only going to have eight rounds and you'll never find them for like three more fucking levels. So you're just grabbing fucking conduit off the walls or <laughs> pipe or fucking like pieces of wood with nails. Mm-hmm. And yeah, dude. And sometimes you're fighting off like three motherfuckers, dude. You're pretty much just fighting crackheads the whole fucking game. Like there's more <laughs> shit going on to it. But that's the basic layman's terms of it, which, you know, whatever. So uh, what else we got, Chad Daddy? Uh, according to a 2016 interview, it took 3.5 hours to get into costume with 1.5 hours to get out, according to lead star Dave Andrew Divoff. He also said his favorite scenes for the film were the ones where he shared scenes with his monstrous brethren. 
I'm guessing he means uh, Kane and Tony Todd. Oh, okay. I was going to say, dude, I like the scenes, honestly, in the hallway towards the end with the statues because he looked pretty badass with the squad of statues, dude. Like, even though I didn't care for his armor because I think he almost looked better when he was all, like, sleek and nasty, like when Steve was saying he was first spawned. Yeah. But at the same time, he did look pretty badass with, dude, like his four fucking stolen soldiers behind him. So. Sorry. Oh, you're good. According to director Robert Kurtzman on the Blu-ray special features, the studio originally wanted Dinah Meyer to play the role of Alexandra. Who's that? The hot redhead from Starship Troopers. Oh. Oh. Well, hello. All right. Yeah, that would have been. By the way, still hot. I'll take your word for that. And awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, eh? In Jin folklore, Jin are born of flame and have eyes that glow blue because they come from the heart of flame. Andrew Divoff's dark brown eyes are touched up with a blue cast and emphasized with a bright blue shirt when the Jin is occupying Nathan- Nathaniel Demarest, possibly as a reference to this information. Oh, okay. Demarest. No Greg Funk. Who's Greg Funk? I don't know, but Terry Funk died. Oh, okay. Uh, Jack Shoulder was approached to direct the film, but declined as he felt the script wasn't very good. When it came to the sequel, he was asked to direct it, which he also turned down until the producers told him he could write the screenplay for Wishmaster 2, Evil Never Dies, and despite having to follow some basic guidelines, he could have total creative freedom with the story. Okay. You know, I I, I thought I had this in here, but I don't. But apparently, uh, Kurtzman only had was only given a time of complete uh, six months to get this written, filmed, completed, and in theaters. God damn! Six months. Yep. Damn, dude, that's ridiculous. Okay, and the that's last ridiculous. thing I have, last thing I have is in 2020, an official novelization of the film was written by Christian Francis and published by Encyclopocalypse Publications. Aha. Uh-huh. So if you want, you know, suss that out. You, know, you might get some interesting background info. So I'm dumb and I didn't change my thing. So Gallo's been yelling at us to give him a birthday shout out, but he's been in my feed, which I didn't change the Oh, see, so oh, everybody is commenting on yours we can't see. And that's because Chad's I don't want uh, there, there they are. I oh, even said I even <clears throat> said <clears throat> Alright, ready? Here we go, boys. It's your birthday today. No, not from the league. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I don't know that. God damn it. It's your birthday. Today. What does that mean? I yeah, guess I'll try to explain that 21 years ago on this no, day. 35 years oh, ago. 35 years day. ago on this day. It was the first time your parents, parents saw, saw your, your beautiful, beautiful face. face. Do you know the rest of it? Because I don't. And nine <laughs> months before that magical date, your dad probably took your mom out on a date and they were having a good time. They were dancing and drinking wine. 
And when they got home, they were horny as hell. And your dad threw your mom down on the no. bed and he tore her panties no. off. And his wee was, was hard as a rock. I remember that part. And then your dad you know, and then your dad really wanted to give your mom your head, but your dad your also wanted, wanted to, to give your mom, your mom head. head. And they formed a 69. And your mom came in the And then your dad was so excited to get inside your mom that he forgot to put a condom on. And when he realized his mistake, he had ejaculated and it was too late. And then your mom got pregnant and your dad started crying. He wanted your mom to get an abortion, but your mom really wanted a child. I don't know. And nine months later, you were born. And five months later, your parents got a divorce. Happy birthday, Joe. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Joe. I didn't know it went that much longer. I've only oh, yeah. seen it. Dude, they, there's a whole yes, it's on YouTube. There's a okay, whole because on the show they cut it off right yeah. after the whole. It's on his at album least three times, and then so I was like, all right, I know all that part. No, I, so anytime <laughs> it's anybody's birthday that was fantastic, at the bar, by the way, bro. Thank you, thank you. Anytime it's anybody's birthday at the bar for the last since I've seen that fucking episode of the league, I've played it for people's birthday at the bar, and the, everybody's always like, "What the fuck?" No, dude, Taco is the fucking. League is so good up to like season five. Then season six, it starts to just get meh. But oh, look, the Persians here! Hi, honey. Oh, what's up, Bell? But uh, fuck yeah, dude! Happy birthday, Mister Gallo! Happy birthday, Joe! Sweet thirty-five. I was trying to make you younger than you actually were, but no, you know, no. John ruins everything. We don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's what I do. That's my job. Uh we were done with the show or the behind the scenes, Chad Daddy. All righty. Thank you for that. Let me go back to my show notes now that I've cleared up the fucking comment section. Ah, shit. I just closed the wrong thing. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Pasties. Um, all right, boys. What format did you watch this on? Tubi. Tubi. Also, Tubi, even though I have physical DVD, I was like, I want to watch it in nice clarity. I got to say, man, Tubi is my go-to fucking just. Yes, it is. I don't. I pay for a couple stream things, and I still go to Tubi over those. Yep. Regardless, dude. One of the uh, one of the teachers at school today goes, hey, uh, Vasquez, what's a good uh, what's a good horror movie on Netflix? And I said, don't waste your time. Go to Tubi. Tubi. There's nothing good on Netflix. I had a debate with somebody on Facebook the other day because somebody was in a horror site. They were asking, like, what's a good horror streaming thing? So obviously everybody's like, shutter, 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 shutter. And yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm like, shutter is good because it's mainly Tubi. I'm like, or mainly horror. But one do you want? I'm like, I'm like, just go Tubi, bro. It's free. And there's so much horror on it. There's good horror. There's schlocky horror. There's <laughs> like, dude, I always have trouble finding anything. I had so much trouble finding anything good on shutter. That's why I got rid of it. Dude, that was how I felt. Like, I feel like there was way less that i was actually interested in and just all this other shit that i'm like if you if you want some really cool obscure 70s shit shutter's probably for you i don't have enough time to watch that much horror to where i can even get into that level you know what yeah. i mean like yes. no no unfortunately not 
But Tubi, yes. Tubi is the poor man's fucking horror channel for sure. We got to get a fly. I feel like we got to get a fucking uh, ad spot for them or something, dude. We fucking shout mm-hmm. them out so much, dude. We just, get, we just need to get Tubi t-shirts made and just wear that every episode. Yo, imagine if that's how it is. Like, we we shout them out so much, we can actually just get Gormore to stream on Tubi. Oh, that'd be fucking great. That'd be killer. That'd be fucking insane. All right. Uh, douche of the film. Robert England. Kind of Robert England. Is he? Yeah, he was very douchey. Yeah. He didn't even care that people yeah, died. That, yeah, he didn't care that Ted Raimi got crushed by that fucking crate. I mean, would you, though? It's Ted Raimi. It was his fucking partner. Yeah. <sighs> he wasn't that much of a partner, though, dude. Like, I don't know. He didn't even know what was in the box. He was like, what I don't he think he was his yet? partner. I think he was his assistant. Like his, yeah. Uh, That's what I'm just like, saying. Like, like, he was just kind of like, basically. I don't it's know, man. It's too like, easy I, to I, say the gin. It's too easy. Yeah. Because he's an nature. evil creature. Yeah. That's their nature. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to go with the first Persian king because he just completely fucked his court. All right. That's fair. More so, more so I feel, than Robert England. Like, Robert England didn't seem like he was just trying to, like, fuck his people. I don't know. Spartans should have just came and kicked him. <laughs> Maybe it's just Robert England, dude. Maybe he just seemed like he was too... Uh, debonair for me to say that he was the douche you know that sparta kick is in so many different assassin's creed games oh the I, I fucking love it any chance i get i will spartan kick somebody off of something and kill them and then i just laugh and my wife just thinks i'm weird why it's fucking hilarious man that's just because you want to do that to people in real life but you can't you know what though it's funny because i have like literally the sm- smallest amount of greek in me like literally like two percent and i'm i'm always telling mel my people kicked your people's ass <sighs> she's like you're not even spartan shut the fuck up i'm like it doesn't matter my hey people you- i will spartan kick you out this fucking kitchen do you have any irish in you i do damn it say i do i was gonna say do you want some <laughs> irish and scottish <laughs> i am a mutt boys uh, if i were to yeah, show you, you my ancestry.com I am a fucking mutt. I say I'm Mexican, but I'm really not by genetics. Eh, Maybe mostly. I'm Mexican raised. There you go. It counts. It counts. Mm -hmm. Just the foreskin. (laughs) Per gene. Uh, That's the only that's the only uh, Greek part. All right. I'm just a a cunt. (laughs) Favorite kill. Ooh. There's a lot of them. I'm going to have to consult my list. I might have to consult your list. I didn't like Kane Hodder's. His seemed bullshit. There was the one Persian guy that got turned to stone and put in the wall. Yeah. Uh, the skeleton getting ripped out of his body. Dope. That was I pretty could, sweet. I, I didn't really count too many of the others in the Persian party because you didn't really see them die. Yeah, they weren't dying. They were just like changing and shit or getting yeah. turned into stuff. Uh, Ted Raimi getting crushed by the crate. That was fucked. Uh... Dorky Josh, the lab explosion. Oh, you know what? Reggie, cancer. Ooh, Reggie's cancer was pretty gross. Mmm. Mmm. I'm going to go Glass Girl because that started 
that whole yeah, she didn't just turn scene. To, she didn't just turn to glass she turned to glass exploded and killed like three killed other a people. shitload of people yeah oh yeah oh yeah I forgot about that one Ooh, that was geez that's mine that was i forgot about what was her wish what nothing fuck? it was it, that was that was after robert england yeah fucking wanted to spice up the party yeah did she say anything though or she just she didn't mm-hmm. say anything she just started turning in the glass it was just like the beginning right? i thought the, she no i thought little, she did say something i feel like she said something there had to be because there was definitely something that alluded to like her turning to that but but she didn't make a wish no she didn't make a wish she no just but i feel like she just something. said something because they were in like, conversation oh. and it was like all right so oh she said you know what she said it's like you can see right through me Oh, yes. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, that's Thank what it was. You. Thank you for that. All right. Uh, and Reggie's was pretty fucked. Mm, I'm going to go Reggie's too. That was just, it was, yeah, gross. All right. Best scene? The intro. Bro, intro. Oh, the opening scene. Hands down. But she was awesome, man. Just so many special effects right off the bat. Hmm. We got Steve. Best scene? Yeah. yeah. I Kane did get turned into glass as well. That's but his was even shittier. Yeah, it was really shitty CGI. Bad CGI. I'm gonna go with that first party. Okay. So the opening scene, so? the opening scene, yeah. Okay, just, all right. yeah it really so cool. it's right across the board. Okay. Uh so then worst moment or scene. I already said mine, and I stand by it. That was the whole party scene that we were just talking about. Not the opening scene, the the whole thing with the girl the, turning the about second, the third like, act party. Yeah, because like I said, it just felt too derivative of Hellraiser three, which you know really doesn't make a lot of sense because it's written by the same guy. But I still go with that as the worst scene. I'm going with the scene where she's talking to the old lady and it's really the gin. It was just kind of like, okay. And, and like, even when he transformed in, you know, into his human form, she screamed a little, but then was just there chilling, like talking to him still like run the fuck out of the apartment. Like what, what the fuck were you, were you thinking? Like you just saw the old lady and now it's this dude. That's, a, that's one thing I feel like I need to bring up because this was mentioned in like the goofs section on IMDb and I didn't pick up on it. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's really bothered me. It's like she could see every fucking death, but she didn't see that. that one. One. Yeah. True. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, that also, she used a wish and like, he didn't fuck with her with using that wish. She wished to go home without him there. And she did. And there wasn't any like recourse for it. Well, it's so. kind of hard. It was it was pretty straightforward what she said, and then yeah, her, her final wish was a banger too. Well, she yeah. him over. Um, speaking of fucking dude, the gin had a full sex dungeon going on in his gem there. Yeah, he did. Fucking people getting whipped and chains. And that was some Hellraiser shit right chains there. Chains and handcuffs, make a little booty up. Right, um, we got. Did the opening scene? Yes, we oh, already yeah. know that. That's Obviously. a. Do we even have to say? No. Most attractive character. The sister. The sister, I, yeah. 
The sister in her first scene and that mid nineties makeup, dude. Yeah. Agreed. Mm. Give me that shit. Bring it back. She had that fucking big poofy updo with like the really dark fucking like lipstick and she had almost a Peg Bundy thing going on. It works, man. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I like it. Peg Bundy was hot. I don't care. I'll stand fucking right, dude. I, I will die on that hill. She might have been lazy, but she was hot. Oh, Peg, do we gotta? Mm-hmm. All right. Ma, did the score set the mood? Yeah, it's Manfredini. I love his work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Best song? Did the hear? Motorhead song. There's a Motorhead song we played on the end credits. Okay, I'll go with that. Cause... Yeah, same. Because yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch the end credits. No, I did not. I turned that shit off. Right, I was ready for that. Favorite character? The Jin. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Obviously, actually, I'm gonna say the Jin more even in human form. More specific, actually. I, very I liked swat. him in. The, I liked him in his fucking Jin form. Like, no, I did. Too. I mean, he was dope in both, but I liked him in yeah. his suave fucking. He just didn't give a shit. That dude was dressed to the nines. Fucking right. Okay, so was it scary? Nah, it, mm, no, no. I don't think. I don't even think this was intended to be scary. Like, hor- sit in the horror realm, sure. But it was, to me, this is just the whole movie just to show off practical effects. Yeah, because yeah. nobody- Nobody's gonna be sitting there through the beginning scene, be like, "Ah, skeleton!" Ah. I don't, I don't think it's scary, but I think, you know, even though it's rated R, there's really not anything in it that's wouldn't be a PG thirteen today. It's a, very, it's a very light R. This is, I think, this is one of those movies that would be a good introduction to horror that's would scare a younger person, but that's Maybe? really not that scary. You know, because yeah. other than the effects and, and and the gore and stuff, like it's really not scary. But to somebody younger, it could I feel be. Like the very first episode of "Are You Afraid of the Dark" was scarier than this, dude. Yeah, definitely. That little girl in the mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all remember. I remember. I, I watched it. Like, man. I, I watched still it remember a... that first episode of Snick, bro. Like, I watched I it on. That gets brought up at least once a month. I was gonna say I watched <laughs> it not too long ago. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wait, just in general? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I don't know about once a month, but it definitely it's like every it's quarter. Pretty, it's every pretty quarter. Awesome. Once a quarter, I'll say. Once a quarter. There you go. <laughs> All right. Does it hold up today? I mean, it's mostly practical effects. The CGI. The practical effects. CGI, CGI does CGI not. Does CGI does. No, it's terrible. There's like one spot where I was like, okay, that was okay. Like when the, one of the guys got sucked in the wall like, and was fast enough, but the rest of it all looked poop. How's the acting? Like, like I said earlier, you know, his, his scenes were great that he was in, but if it was anything, he was not in, it felt very, very, it's B quality. Soap opera. Yeah. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, a lot of these actors were in soap operas at least at one point in time. So that's not a big hit. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Did we like the cinematography? So I don't think there was anything really to write home about. No. Got wise coloring. I mean, obviously, we got a lot of reds with the gem rooms and shit like that, which I don't know. The cinematography was okay, but you could tell it was definitely it it was cheating. It was, it was, it was, it was really constrained by that budget, I feel. Yeah, right. The budget was definitely more towards the costume department in this one. Yeah, 100%. 
did we like the premise? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. It was awesome. Was the climax satisfying? I think so. I think so, yeah, because she she tricked she him. She fucked him. Yeah, she, she tricked, tricked him. him. And she got the guy at the end. Yeah. Which seems kind of like a weird. Like, I guess yes and no. Did she remember what happened? Is the she thing. definitely so. remembered everything for sure. Yeah. But like she wasn't interested before. And then this dude just dies. And now it's like, oh, well, he might die. So, you know, what? I better just like. I think she ticket. was interested, but she just didn't want to cross that boundary because they, okay, worked, maybe that's and they were was. really good friends. Yeah. Is what it was. I no, I thought the I thought the climax worked solid, man. He Jin was been fucking with her this whole movie saying he'll ne- she'll never outsmart him and anything like that. And it even uh, it even had, had payback to her one basketball scene in the very beginning, which could seem very confusing of why we would even have this. But the whole like what was it talk about stillness and everything. So it allowed her to defeat the gin. So, yeah, I'm going to say 100 percent. Right on. Recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? Honestly, I say maybe remake slash reboot this bitch, dude. I I would, I would remake, but but I my stipulation is it still has to remain a heavily practical effect movie. That's what it was intended to be, and that's what it needs to stay. I'm not saying you can't add new, better CGI into some shit. You know what I mean for sure. But dude, with the practical effects even now that we have in comparison, holy I shit. would I would remake it, throw a little bit more story into the opening of the movie. Um I'd say actually all, throw in whole act, movie. The, whole, like actually, yeah, the whole movie yeah. period piece. Well, actually, and then uh, you know, throw in the actual language that they speak. And then if it did come into now times, I would like to see it centered around somebody of Iranian descent somebody that actually would have a tie with somebody from that country. And I feel like it would make more sense to have, you know, a Persian actually in this fucking movie that has to deal with a Persian fucking demon. Yeah. But is the Jin just a Persian demon? Cause I didn't think I, I thought just a Jin was just an evil genie essentially. So the fact that it just happened to be in Persian because Persia is the old world. Like that's what I. Well, they're, they're they're demons, right? Essentially, but I just didn't think it was just a specific Persian thing. No, they are. Is it? Well, all that Middle Eastern area, eh. they all have different, basically the same but different versions of the jinn. Fair enough. Alrighty, boys, let's rate this bitch. Brody and Bobby both gave us a four. Scoobs, what you got, homie? Four. Four. All right. Chad, daddy. I'll go 3.7. 3.7. And let's see. Way better than a three because the facts wise are fucking awesome. Story's kind of meh. And camera work is also a little. I'm going to go a three and a half for myself. That's what I was originally going to give it, but I went a little bit higher. I mean, three and a half is still well above half. Yeah. So, all right, let's do that. Richard and gave it a four point three. Oh, you guys gave it, it a right. four point two. You guys set the bar even higher there. Oh, we didn't even uh-huh. we didn't have any Heather tonight. I noticed. Um, so our score, sir, is three point eight. The nineteen ninety seven. For nineteen ninety sevens, Wishmaster. 
Next week, we have a scuba cobra pick, finally, that I keep fucking up the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah! uh, finally got this shit on the banner, and that would be Studio 666. This is it one is of such the a... newest movies that we've ever done, too. And it's such a fun fucking movie, guys. If you do not like this movie, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Dude, it's it's the, got the Foo Fighters. How can you hate it? It's the Foo Fighters. It's fucking cheesy. It's the it, it's just it's great. It's a great fun fucking. Flip. I heard the one dude uh Pat in it. I heard he's like super mm-hmm. smiley. Dude, he's the so whole, great. I heard dude, he's like super so smiley, great. and I'm just like when I heard that, I'm like, I feel like that's how I would be if I tried to act in a movie. Like I just yeah. feel like. <laughs> they're like stop being happy dude I'm like i can't help it that's, that's like what we we're just talking about earlier right so yeah uh let's see studio 666 you can watch that on youtube google apple Redbox. it looks like it's for rent everywhere not streaming for free though so but hell yeah dude studio 666 for next fucking week i'm excited yeah buddy uh don't mind me i'm just looking to see if there's anything good nerd news wise yeah uh i got Nerd news. I mean, I'm sure everybody's already heard. Those of you that watch WWE know that we lost two wrestlers this past week. We lost Terry Funk. Then the following day, we lost Bray Wyatt, which I feel was more impactful than who's Terry. You know, Terry Funk was old. Terry Funk is Terry Funk was. I mean, he was like the originator of hardcore wrestling. Him and Mick Foley had some of the best hardcore matches back in the day i, wanna, I almost want to um, say i almost could have sworn back in like the 80s that like terry funk and i want to say cowboy bob orton teamed up a lot. yeah yep hmm yeah so he he had you know he, he had been around for a long time um then the following day we lost bray wyatt he was only 36 years That's old huge uh, um so they just came out and said that he had issue, complications right? He had heart issues. He got he caught COVID back in March, I believe, and it made the heart condition worse. They gave him some kind of device that he was supposed to wear to help regulate his heart rate. Went to go lay down to take a nap. The device was in the car, and he was found unresponsive in the bed, and he fucking died. Fucking dude's younger than me, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's just it's crazy, man. Like I, you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you didn't even know the guy. Why are you taking it so hard?" You know, I, I, I do this this whole it's not even backyard wrestling anymore because now we have access to a ring and shit. So I do this whole wrestling thing and my character was based off of that, you know, right. portions of Bray Wyatt and portions of Jason Voorhees and, you know, just my own love for horror. That's kind of who I based this this character, Lord Draven, off of. And so losing somebody, especially that young man, I mean, and he was so fucking talented, like. And he was a nice person. There's a lot of these wrestlers that you meet and they're just fucking dick bags. And, you know, his real name was Wyndham Rotunda. He uh, he was just one of the nicest people, man. He would go out and it, go interact with the fans and, and take pictures with people. He never told anybody no. Like he just he was a genuine person. And it's a huge loss for for the wrestling was he world. Mike Rotunda's son. Nephew, I believe. Okay. Other sad news, we also lost Bob Barker, which I thought we yes. already did. And I agree with Scoobs. I swear to God, that dude passed already. But he passed at 99. So he- Oh, no, no. He was. He is. He is uh, his son. That's correct. Yeah. So he, you're, it's, you're right. Yeah. Bob kept it under a dollar. He did. 
He was man. I went there. I saw that <laughs> shit, and I was like, "Oh, you sons of!" But I could have swore he died Bro, already, like five years ago, right? Yes. You guys so when Richard Dawson? No, no, I swear to God, no, he no, no, passed no, no. Bob Barker. Stan, I thought he passed before Stan Lee, dude. Yes, because I remember making the joke on Facebook. Well, I guess the price was wrong, bitch. I, dude, I'm not gonna lie. I definitely had a moment when Steve said that. I was like, okay, I'm not the only one, because whatever was like, oh, Bob yeah. Barker passed. I'm like, well, you know what? You know what? It's the Flash. He's fucking up the timeline. This is not my universe, guys. This is not my universe. Barry's fucking up the multiverse again. What's quick? By the way, check, by the, check the spelling of Berenstein Bears right now. Where are we at? <laughs> it's back to Berenstein Bears. Damn it! All right. <laughs> but by the way, speaking of the Flash, that just dropped on uh, Max last week. That's it. Really? Mm-hmm. Dude, Max went up the fucking price, man. I might not hold on to it much longer. I don't know. Dude, that is why I dropped mine to the very basic version of max i can't believe like dude streaming is just getting so fucking stupid like i don't pay for max so my ex-wife's mother has cable okay and when you have spectrum cable you get max for free so i just created my own account using her credentials so i get max for free there you go no i i mean that's like one of the ones i pay for and i do it's probably got the most like movie wise I like on it for especially newer shit, but dude, it's it's got everything from Adult Swim too. But it's getting like, it, dude, it's going over two hundred bucks a fucking year, and it's like for what? Like go fuck yeah. off, dude. It's getting ridiculous, dude. I was getting ready to get rid of my fucking Hulu, and then I walk in the other day, and my daughter and son are both asking the, for the login for it. I'm like, God damn it! Now I'm gonna have to keep Hulu. See, the only reason I have Hulu is because I trade it with my sister who has because I have Disney, she has Hulu, so we trade it off, and then. There's another one we show that. So literally, I only pay for like Disney and Max, but it's just like everybody's like, oh, you don't have all the other stuff. And I'm like, I don't have fucking time to watch this shit, dude. So no, <laughs> I think the only one I pay for is Prime and Disney. Those are the only two that I pay I, for. I, oh. I'm sorry. I, I have most of them, but I have like the very basic $7 packages for all of them. Yeah, I just. Nah. But you know what, Gene? Thank you. Let's talk fucking Rebel Moon, dude. Because you know oh, what? You mean Snyder Star Wars? Yeah. Snyder's Star Wars Star Wars, dude. And you know what? I'm not I'm not a Snyder blowhard, but I will I'll say check I'll check it out. I the problem is I don't have fucking Netflix. I'm like, damn it, dude. Now I gotta get either Netflix or borrow somebody else's. Yeah, Steph keeps using Netflix, so I can't get rid of that. But I think I think it's almost better. And maybe I can't judge on this because obviously I'm a late Star Wars guy, but it's probably better that Snyder did his own. And I know he wanted to originally do a hard R Star Wars and Disney was like, no. So maybe it's just better off that he made his own whole universe anyways. Well, what he wanted to do initially was he wanted to do a Star Wars movie that had nothing to right, do no, with any no of the characters we had up. ever seen before. Yeah. And they were still like, and no, go fuck yourself. They were like, nope. So he did it anyways, and they have laser swords. Bro, they're fucking lightsabers. I don't give a shit what you say. They're fiery lightsabers. That's exactly yeah. they are. They look dope. Um, I just feel like this. I don't know, man. Snyder's got his style, and I like it sometimes. And then other times, I'm just like, okay, I get it. Like I don't care. So we'll see. You know, the, you know, the Snyder zombies are gonna eat it up anyway. Oh, bro, there's going to be blowhards fucking left and right. But I'm interested to see, like, 
is it going to cause a divide for like Star Wars people? Where like half of Star Wars people are going to like like it and the other half are going to be like, this is fucking crap because it literally copies blah, 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 blah. Like, I mean, every community can be toxic regardless. So we all know that. Star Wars. Talking to you, Trekkies. I, oh, no. Star Wars is worse. I think Star Wars is probably the every community I have dipped a toe in has all had bullshit people and the same. It's all like the same bullshit, but it's just about that subject, which is fucking stupid. Dude, you'd be surprised. Friday the Thirteenth, like any cosmic community. Transformers has a very toxic fan base because I'm in a couple of the G1 groups on Facebook. Oh boy. I could imagine the G1 groups are the worst. You can't talk about the Bay films. You can't talk about G2. You can't, you even bring up Beast Wars, they'll be they'll ban you from the group. Bro, I would come in and be like, yo, man, Armada was the fucking shit and the best one on. Fuck you. Just leave. <laughs> That's funny. Um, let's see, what else we got, nerdy? I think I thought there was something else. I did see that uh Ghostbuster posters have started mm-hmm. popping up in theaters. However, the film did get pushed back. So, which, you know, I we think all knew we that all was going to happen. I think it would have happened even without the strike. Of course it would have, dude. It did. It, I mean, COVID fucked the first one over, but there, there's always going to be reshoots and re-edits and shit like that, dude. They're not going to just drop it right out. I don't even think they had time to get the effects finished. Thank you. I'm glad you said that because I feel the same way. It would have been either that or it would have been rushed as fuck and it would have looked like shit. Oh, the Godzilla versus Kong sequel got pushed back another month. So it'll be April now instead of March. Ooh, my birthday. So, I mean, it was most, it was pretty much finished before the strikes. So that's not a big deal. Like, this is all just finishing. We did talk shit. about the, uh, we did talk about last week the Apple uh, shots from the new Godzilla show coming out. Oh, yeah. Look pretty sweet. I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. Is that tying into the it's supposed to be. cinematic? Universe? Yeah. It, yeah. And it, the shots from what it's supposed to be is the bridge scene from 2014. Yeah, it takes place immediately after 2014, and some of it is like flashback to the 50s yes. when we first when they first. I wonder if they're going to retcon some stuff from the movies, or the, everything is just going to be able to still like work completely with it. I'm, I don't know. Either way, I'm excited because we get fucking chaos from Rampage in this one, or uh, Primal Rage, I should say. <laughs> At least that's what I think it is. He's a orangutan, isn't he? Something like that. Yeah, he's orange. That's all we know. So I'm saying, dude, if, if everyone remembers Primal Rage, that was chaos and you can throw fucking fart bombs. It's really cool. It's really cool because like the description of the other. I can't remember the name of the other monster that they have used that, they, that they're talking about that is rumored in this movie. But he oh, has like, another fourth rumor one. Yeah, he has like ice powers and supposedly he created the original Ice Age to stop King Ghidorah. And the description. Oh, just make him a big Sasquatch. Well, the, this fucking the, giant Sasquatch. The description of him fits the, the original description that I read about for Godzilla versus Space Godzilla that was back in an old like Electronic Gaming Monthly or GamePro magazine years and years ago. That would have been back in like '93 when Space Godzilla came out. Okay. Like the original description was like he looks just like Godzilla, but he's pure white and has like, and he shoots like ice out of his mouth instead of uh. So they, they their description was based on like a really really urgy early version of the script. So I'm thinking that's kind of what they adapted into this guy. Hmm. Interesting. Which makes sense because while they were filming, there were rumors that Space Godzilla was the main villain. So this, you know, this kind of fucking awesome. Yeah. That'd be fucking awesome. 
Uh, let's see what else nerd news. Uh, Starfield for you gamers out there drops this week. So I know there's a lot of people. Yeah, for you fucking are... Xbox gamers. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna dance over here. Uh yes, it does. My wife. Is... Oh, I paid for my game pass. Oh, good. That means we can play some fucking Texas Chainsaw. I tried playing it and I died immediately. Fucking a man. That the game is still fun, dude, and it's nerve wracking, but I like it a lot. We'll see how long see how long it lasts, dude. Because I still have muscle been uh, trying to bounce some Ghostbusters in with that new DLC they just dropped. Oh God, yeah, I gotta get into that too. Fucking right, bro. And then also with Ghostbusters, October's coming up, so I think they're gonna have the big DLC with fucking Sam Hain coming in soon. Fuck so, yeah! Is that gonna be free, or are we gonna have to pay for that? I don't give a shit. And I'm hoping paper, on, everything's been free so far, so no complaints whatsoever. I thought it supposed to be free but if it's not i'll pay for it that game has only been 40 bucks and i've definitely got my money out of it for sure Same. so i got a free ten dollar xbox card i'll gladly throw that shit um no the best thing i saw come out of texas was this stupid meme of a. I think i sent it to you guys this morning but it was like that little girl digging the hole with her grandpa and it was like every time grandpa just screams for blood she's like i'm tired of this grandpa Cause that's how that game is, dude. Grandpa gets hungry for blood every like two minutes. And you're like, mm-hmm. God damn it, I gotta go. You either gotta get a kill so you can get a lot of blood, or go around and collect a lot of shit. But uh anything else, nerdy boys? Nothing I got nothing else. Say I that's about it for me, too. Cool. All right, so next week, studio six 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 with uh the Foo Fighters. I'm excited. Yeah. That came out last year, right? Or two years last year or two years ago? I think ago. it was two years ago, but I could be wrong. <clears throat> Might have been two years ago. All righty. Uh, let's do our sign out and we'll fucking call it an evening. Scuba. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, I'm your host with the ghost prince of the paranormal, the Duke of the dead, the ghost daddy, Lord Scuba Cabra saying, I'll see you next week in studio 666. Buddy, this is your dark Lord of knowledge. Your Chad daddy way down yonder on the chat hoochie where it gets sweaty like a hoochie coochie. Yeah. Uh, saying, join us next week for Studio 666, bitches. Hell yeah. And, uh, you know what? Speaking of Chattahoochee, I watched Cocaine Bear, or started to yesterday, and that literally takes place on the Chattahoochee. I was like, yeah! (laughs) That is a fun movie. I started watching it. I gotta finish it, but yes, it is. Um, and I am your Fluffmaster Screen, Big Johnny D, saying, uh, thank you once again, Gorehounds, for joining us. Watch Studio 666. Join us next week, and we can discuss... And remember, as always, stay fresh, cheese bags. Gin penis. Persian penis. Oh.